Hey everybody, Kendra the Vet Tech here, here today to talk to you about another great corner of veterinary technician career paths. So today we're going to talk about rehabilitation veterinary technician. And with me today is Anna. She is a registered veterinary technician. So welcome, Anna. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes. Thank you so much for having me. I have been in the field for about 13 years, and then I have been registered for seven of those years. And then with rehab, I got certified in that about four years ago. That sounds awesome. It sounds like you've got a nice background. And so we'll just explore the rehab part of your background here for today. And can you tell me, or can we start out with talking about what your education path looks like? So you are an RVT, so you went to that two-year accredited program, passed your vt and have your license, but to do your rehab stuff, you also have additional education, correct? Yes, that is correct. So I am a CCRP, which is a, a long abbreviation for a Certified Canine Rehabilitation Practitioner, and that certification is through the University of Tennessee. And it took about a year and a half to get everything done. You have to go in for some in-person labs after you complete some online training. And then there's an externship. And then you have to go back for an in-person evaluation at the end of the certification. So it did take about a year and a half to get all of that completed. Was there an exam as part of that kind of final evaluation? Had to make sure your knowledge base was there? Yes, there was. And part of that was hands-on and then an exam room test as well. And you already hit my next question. So you're technically Anna RVT CCRP. So that's awesome. You have, you have tons of letters back there now. Get you a little alphabet going. So what type of facility do you work in? Is it rehab only or are you still part of a small animal general practice? What does that look like? Yeah, so it is a small animal general practice. One of the veterinarians is certified in rehab as well. And so usually we kind of complete normal just hospital things in the morning and then the afternoon we switch over to more of our rehab appointments and evaluations and things like that. So how does that dynamic personally kind of make you feel being able to be within that general practice and potentially a lot of your rehab patients are a lot of your already established regular clients, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it is. And it's, that's one of the things I really love about rehab is so often we just see pets in for their annuals and we, we catch up with the clients and then we see them again in six months or a year. And with rehab, it's so nice because we get to see them multiple times a week. And sometimes that client is even staying for the session. And so you get to get to know them extremely well, which is really nice. Yeah. It really builds that strong client bond there. That's great that you have that dynamic. So what does, you kind of already touched on the typical day for you, but if you could maybe take us through that a little bit more, a little in depth, kind of how your staffing looks and how your therapy sessions are set up. Yeah, of course. So the doctor completes the physical exam. And then as long as there's a medical need kind of makes a prescription for rehab. And then from there, myself or other staff members will carry out the kind of day-to-day exercises get the schedule set up with how often that client needs to come in. And then we always end up training the client on exercises to do with their pet at home as well. And so it might even be homework. 
Right. Yeah. They always are like, oh, great. I have a whole page. And it's like, well, do what you can and make it fun, of course. So a lot of rehab is kind of training the pet to enjoy the exercise and for it not to be a scary thing, especially since a, a lot of our patients that come in can be a little timid. So we always recommend that they come in hungry and the owner brings their favorite treat or food, whatever it may be. And that way we can kind of keep everything positive and lure the pet to do whatever exercise it is that we're working on. This sounds like a fantastic corner of veterinary medicine. You just feed tons and tons of treats that are high value treats and get a little bit of work out of them. That's awesome. Yeah, it, it really is a lot of fun. I mean, bringing in the peanut butter, the spray cheese, even putting it on the front of the water treadmill. That way they, they keep walking when even the water is filling up and they're getting a little nervous. So it's it's always fun troubleshooting through all of those things. Yeah, figuring out what they like and the best way to go about it. So, and you kind of mentioned too, the, the setup of therapy. So they visit with the veterinarian, get their prescription for their rehabilitation for X amount of time. I'm sure it varies based on what they're coming to you for. And then do they have a follow-up appointment after they've seen you for their rehab treatments? And then the veterinarian says we need to go forward or we can stop or how does that look? Yeah. Yeah. Um, It really just depends on the condition. I mean, if it's something where they just had cruciate surgery and now it's recommended that they have eight weeks of in-hospital therapy, of course, there's going to be incision rechecks and ligament rechecks and all of those things that kind of go along with it. So it really depends on the condition that they're diagnosed with. So it might be eight weeks of seeing the the pet for a post-op recovery. It might just be a few sessions to kind of train the owner on home exercises and troubleshooting that. Or we even see pets where it's lifelong arthritis management. And so we could see the same pet for a few hours a week for years and years. And so I've, I've had pets that I've seen for, for four years consecutively just to kind of keep wow. their arthritis at bay, keep them moving, keep the muscle mass built up. What, what types of different therapies do you guys provide? You mentioned the treadmill with the hydrotherapy, yeah. um, any laser therapy or what else are you guys doing over yeah. there? Yeah, we do have laser therapy, which is such a wonderful tool. I mean, it yeah. can be used it can be used to help manage their pain. So doing more of a, an arthritis setting, it can be used over their incision after surgery. So we, we use laser, I mean, multiple times a day. We also have like neuromuscular stem. The water treadmill, of course, is always a lot of fun. We get a lot of clients who are like, <laughs> oh, my pet hates water. And it's like, so far, I've not had a pet, knock on wood, that has not been able to be successful in the water treadmill. And oh, you so got all that peanut butter in there. I know, I know, getting them, to, getting them to move so they, they don't mind the water after a little bit. Cool. Well, what are your favorite therapies and activities? Do you have some that you're just like, oh yeah, this patient gets to do the water treadmill. I'm so excited. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's always fun to take rehab outside. So on a nice day, it's always so much fun to move all of our exercise equipment outside and we can kind of incorporate anything we want to out there just to get some fresh air and a a different change of scenery. So I always enjoy when it's not too hot or too cold (laughs) and we can go outside and and have some fun, but really just being able to have a patient that initially comes in and kind of being creative with what their plan is going to look like, because it really varies from pet to pet. I mean, even think about the size of the pet you're working with. So I could go from working with a 10 pound chihuahua up to 100 and 
20 pound Great Dane. And so what are their exercises going to look like? It's much different having a balance board appropriate for a Chihuahua versus something that's appropriate for a, for a Great Dane to stand up on and balance. Nice. Yeah. So lots of creative thinking on your part. That's great. And fresh air, especially when you're in small animal medicine, where some yes. days you might not even see the outside until the end of your shift. That is a great perk for you. So tell us about your favorite or most memorable or most rewarding case that you've had in rehab. It's hard to pick one specific case out. Um, I mean, of course, it's always nice if it's like a pet that is maybe down, like maybe they're having a back issue or neurologic issue. And then within a few weeks, they're walking again. So I mean, those are always extremely rewarding. But it's always super fun to see a pet accomplish something that they weren't able to do before. So maybe they weren't able to stand up and, and balance on the BOSU ball. And now they can stand up on it and sit down and stand back up again and spin on it. And so really just seeing the pets kind of continue to make improvement. That's one of my favorite things. Yeah, the progress there. That would be awesome. And I had kind of another thought that came to me here we can kind of backtrack a little bit. So we talked about the veterinarian giving you kind of the prescription. So do they have laid out what exercises they'd like you to start with or, and is the homework kind of something that you come up with from there or how does that dynamic work from the veterinarian to you and then creating a plan? So it will usually start out with a certain limb or joint that we're focusing on. So let's say it's a lab that comes in just because it's kind of slowing down a little bit. On exam, we notice that it has some limited extension on its hips. So from there, I would sit down with the veterinarian and kind of go over, okay, what exercises are going to be appropriate for this dog? What muscle groups do we need to focus on? And then we can kind of continue to build a plan from there. And so usually we kind of start things off really slow. And then as they're developing their muscle mass or they're getting more comfortable with us in rehab, then we continue to add more and more things in. So we usually kind of start off small and just slowly build up with however appropriate it is for that pet. And is this a pretty open communication line? Let's say that particular lab had to come in once a week for eight weeks. So after every session, are you sending sort of a little briefing or rounds or something like that to the primary veterinarian? So they kind of no progress and dictate any difference in treatment? Usually, so if we are having the pet come in on a consult, usually the we'll send them an email just kind of updating what we found on exam and then kind of our current rehab plan. And then as they come back in for recheck, so maybe that would be at four weeks and eight weeks, then we're going to send more communication to the referring veterinarian. Well, that was kind of all I had for today, Anna, just a big overview of what it is you do as a rehabilitation technician. I think this is a great and fascinating corner of veterinary medicine, because in my experience and some of the shadowing I've done at at rehab clinics, the veterinary technician can be pretty independent with have their own appointment schedules and taking care of these treatments and have a little more freedom within the hospital. Is that what you've experienced too? Yeah. Whenever we see them in for like their initial exam, that's always with the veterinarian and it might be with me if I'm available. Um, If not, they just kind of send everything over and we, we kind of catch up on it. And then I actually have my kind of own column on our schedule at work. And so I'm kind of usually doing my own thing in the afternoon and 
I might have to kind of pop in and out, but I just get to be kind of my own boss for, for a little bit, which is just really nice to kind of get away and have my quiet time and just get to, to work one-on-one with a pet. Yeah, that is so awesome. And, you know, you've done the education and put the time in and have your little alphabet to back you up. And so that's great. That's awesome. I always like to wrap up my episodes with sort of a tip or trick or maybe a earth shattering life hack that you've learned on the job. Do you have anything like that for our listeners today? Yeah. So one of my favorite things, and we use this in clinic quite often, or it might be giving instruction to the client, but making an ice pack. And so you can do that just by mixing a two to one ratio of water to alcohol and then freezing it. And we'll, we'll do that quite often with our post-op surgeries and that way we can kind of cool down that area and decrease any inflammation. And then we'll also use that after exercises. So just to reduce any discomfort that we might've caused after the workout. And so we can always send that home with the owner as well. And that way they can continue to ice at home. So it doesn't even have to be an orthopedic surgery that we're icing. I mean, I use that quite often with even like spays and neuters and that way they just have a little bit more comfort and everything while they're in recovery. That's a really good one for, like you started with the client communication aspect of it. Probably everybody has some rubbing alcohol around the house somewhere. So that's a great, that's a great tip or trick to be able to pass along to clients as well. Well, that wraps us up for today, guys, talking about the rehabilitation veterinary technician. Anna, thank you so much for joining us today. I hope everybody's learned so much from you. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. All right, guys, you can catch me on Facebook at Kendra the Vet Tech, Instagram. You can email me at Kendra the Vet Tech at gmail.com if you have any questions or other tips that you'd, topics that you'd like to discuss or hear about via the podcast or my YouTube instructional videos. Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm.